This podcast is brought to you by the award-winning Australian-made butterfly maternity pillow, which we are personally huge fans of. We certainly are. We love that it's multi-use and you can use it during your pregnancy and breastfeeding journey, but also that it comes with a removable tensile cover for easy care and comfort. And they sell out every time at the One Fine Baby Expo. They do. So if you want to grab one for yourself and want a sneaky 20% off discount, just use the code <laughs> COLDCOFFEE20 at onefinebaby.com.au. You're listening to a One Fine Baby podcast. One Fine Baby acknowledges the traditional owners of land and water that this podcast is recorded on and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. How many times have you winced your way through that cold cup of coffee just for the caffeine kick? Or tripped over the same toy you've put away 10 times? We have toothpaste on our t-shirt and tiny humans screaming our name. The Cold Coffee Hot Mess Podcast is here to bring you the real side of parenting and serve up the juiciest survival hacks for this season of life that you can implement today. Hey guys, welcome back. It's Nadine and Olivia. And we're your hosts of the Cold Coffee Hot, Hot Mess, Mess Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Why do you always do a growl? I no, I always have to make a noise. Yeah, I just want to spice it up in yeah. the podcast studio. Gotta try. Soon, hey? Gotta keep the fire alive in yeah. here. Yeah, um, the fire is alive, babe. But how has your week been? <laughs> Look, it's been busy. We've got mm-hmm. obviously one fine baby coming up. Mm-hmm. So that's big, right? Yep, yep. The exposure. We'll work all year towards got me that. Working one. hard. Well, I've got some news. What? My husband is joining the business. Steady Eddie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. He has been called that since day dot. That really? is funny. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so he is joining the business wow. next week. He's been working for another company or well, a boss for like over 15 years. Wowza. It's big for him. Is he ready for us? I don't know. <laughs> Certainly going to change the office chat. I mean, I am I'm going to have to go about. PG. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like all of the uh, sex chat. But no, no, no. Keep it PG. Keep yes. it professional. Yes. Going to have to. I don't want to like be talking about periods and lock eyes with Ed on your table. It's going <laughs> to suck majorly. He may just get used to it. But um, so, yeah, I'm navigating that at the moment. It's going to be yeah. quite interesting. So, if anyone has any tips on how to work with your husband, Husband. Are you going to be sitting next to each other? No, I think Robin from marketing <laughs> is going to be the little sandwich. She's going to be, oh, she's going to have a Richard's said. either side. She said, oh, my God, I'm the Richard sandwich. Um, but she is she's perfect for that. Yes. She will hold She'll us to that account. Well. That's, That's right. right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how it's going to go. How but are you I'm, feeling about it? I'm so excited, actually. Yeah? I was a, a bit apprehensive, but now I, I'm so excited. He's so intelligent and I he just know he's going to bring so much to the business and also be focusing on it full times. And, you know, business is all about numbers so he can really analyze drill down, it. That's his analyze specialty, it, right? With the profit margin. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So no, I'm super excited. But also so we needed an extra pair of hands coming up into One Fine Baby, Sydney and <laughs> Melbourne and like, didn't we? So we did. And I'm he's glad. he's the Tetris of the whole packing. Very good at packing a pallet, is old Ed. Pallet. Yeah. yeah. Alex loves our events person, Alex, just loves him. Come bump in and bump out of our yep. events. He's very, he's got the biggest muscles on the team, that's for sure. That's right, husband Ed. Yeah. So, yeah, that's happening right now. Well, so we'll see how we go. exciting. Well, if you need any marriage counselling, I'm not at all qualified, <laughs> but I'll do my best. Just need to keep it separate. Separation of duties, I <laughs> yes, think. Yes, okay. Good. That's key. That's yeah, key. Any other who's, tips, let us know. Who's going to be the real boss? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I can always step in if needed. <laughs> You better be on my side, girl. <laughs> oh, I will, honey. Oh, yeah, I will. Good, good. <laughs> okay. Let's hope he's not listening. <laughs> mm. 
So anyway, what are we doing this week then? Oh, we have the beautiful Kira Rumble. We do. Yes, and she's a fantastic guest and we're talking about the first six weeks. Oh, so she, yeah, she's just gone from uh, one to two babies. Mm-hmm. She also owns several businesses. I've lost count of how many. Yeah, um, so she is just juggling and I know that she yep. has found it quite hard those first six weeks. Yep. And it made me think every parent goes through this first six weeks where it's yeah. just hazy and so unknown. Yeah, well, they call it the fourth trimester yes, for a reason. That's right. Yep. So we just wanted to pick her brain a little bit about surviving that time, about, you know, what to look out for, what to expect. Because yep. my sister's also just had a baby. She's a week in yep. and right. she's going through some of that stuff. So it's important for people to know what to expect so they know that they're not alone and it's totally normal um, mm-hmm. and then have arm themselves Perfect. with some hacks and survival Absolutely. tips to get through it. All right, well, let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, so today, Nadine, I'm so excited. We have the ultimate guest. She's been on my wish list for at least a month when this podcast started. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I've had this dream for a month. Um, It is Kira Rumble. You've probably heard of her. Yeah, I mean, she has three businesses. Oh, my God. She's incredible. At the moment. It might be five next week, but she is the owner. No, no, there's not. (laughs) She's the owner of Crumble Foods Habitual Beauty and Mini and Me Hydration Powders. Welcome, Kira. Thanks for having me, guys. I already feel like we're just having a casual chat amongst friends. <laughs> oh, well, you're very welcome, Kira. Yeah, yeah we're so happy to have you. <laughs> so we're just going to jump straight in, Kira, and we just want to know, little Goldie girl is, what, a few months old now, and how are you feeling? She's 10 weeks. Oh She's 10 weeks gosh, today, actually. not even a few months. If you weeks. hear some heavy breathing, it's her in my arms because she is a classic Velcro baby. <laughs> oh. um, but, yeah, I finally feel like I've come out of that newborn fog. Oh, thank gosh. It's thick, isn't it? That <laughs> and you've fog. also got a toddler it's too. so thick. Yeah. I have a very busy two-year-old. He oh. is just so busy. He's such a joy, but he's so busy. Yeah. And yeah. have they bonded? Are they close oh, or, he, or is he just honestly, annoying her? <laughs> no, he's so beautiful with her. He just oh, wants good. to kiss her, hold her, yeah. change a nappy, oh. um, hug. That's you so know, nice. That reminds me of Max. <laughs> he was a good boy it's too. It's so nice. I mean, he does do the rough yeah you know yeah they don't know how to be gentle do they yeah but no he's (laughs) honestly it's he's so nice it's so nice to see well you are the picture of multitasking motherhood right yeah doing a podcast with a newborn in your (laughs) i know i mean seriously i know yeah it's it's a lot (laughs) (laughs) so i know you've been posting i'm a big follower of yours and i know you've been posting a few stories about having a bit of a rough go of it the last sort of 10 weeks. So what do you think it is about that postpartum period, that trimester four, that can feel so challenging for sort of new and second, third time parents? Well, I was trying to think about this and I've kind of had both ends of, you know, the polar opposite mm. postpartum periods. With Hunter, we were in COVID. My partner was home all the time. Mm. I had a dreamy, sleepy, premmy baby mm-hmm. and <laughs> I had a false sense of what a newborn would be like. Mm -hmm. Right. And I kind of just sort of waded my way through Hunter. You know, he was an IVF baby, very much wanted. Not saying that Goldie's not very much wanted. She's also an IVF baby, but Mm -hmm. very different. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it was just really, really different with Hunter. And I sort of just got on with it and it was fine. With Goldie, it was the biggest emotional hormonal dump. Yeah. I had the most intense baby blues that I actually noticed yeah. how much I was crying. I would be sitting in bed for weeks, just sobbing, sobbing, Aww. sobbing, sobbing, crying, holding mm. her, 
going, what have I done? I've made the worst mistake. I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah. It was just so emotional that I actually went to the GP and I said, I think I've got postnatal depression. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's a right I need to, I need to go get my mental health care plan checked out. Um, do I need to up my antidepressants? What's going on? And she sort of just said, look, let's just give it a couple of weeks. Let's just see. Like, you know, it's really great that you're, you know, taking notice of all your feelings. And I was messaging my friends. I was being very vocal just Mm -hmm. because I've got a history of PTSD. I've got a history of depression. So I was really conscious that how I was feeling is so different to Hunter. Yeah. Yeah. And it is just so consuming. I went to the park with a friend and I just sat there sobbing, crying. And it was just, I think it's a combination of, shock to the system, Mm. hormones, very dependent on, well, for me personally, Goldie was just, she's, she cried all the time. Mm. I couldn't put her down. It was just so overwhelming. My senses were overwhelmed. Yeah. I was, I'm so touched out right now and overstimulated. It's just such a different experience. And you have a toddler as well. Yeah. And a toddler and, you know, the TV's on when I'm feeding her and then my partner comes home and the volume on my partner's phone was so loud or it's so loud all the time. And it's just, you know, you've got a screaming toddler, screaming baby, Mm. dogs barking. The senses and the sensory overload is just so intense. That sleep deprivation. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was dealing with intense anxiety, which I just, it was just such a I actually developed quite bad anxiety during my pregnancy Mm. with Goldie and it really just spilled over into my postpartum period and I was just thing isn't it strange this anxiety my sister had a baby a week ago and she has just told me about this that every she's not eating dinner at the moment because every time the sun goes down this anxiety just overwhelmed. Oh, a dark yes. cloud came over at me yeah. at 8 p.m. knowing, oh, I forgot all about it. that. Yeah. yeah. It's very, it's, it's, yeah. you feel very on your own, don't you, in the, in this time? Yep. Mm. And you think, how many times am I going to be waking up overnight? Yes, am worry. I going to feel good in the morning? Mm. And it's just so crippling. And for me, you know, I really wanted to have a really slow healing postpartum period because I was so unwell with my hyperemesis during mm. my pregnancy with Goldie. Mm. I was like, I'm going to have a really slow healing postpartum period. But yep. for me, being inside actually crippled me more with my anxiety than being outside. Right. And so for so many people, you know, I speak to, they're like, I just couldn't get out of the house. And for me, I couldn't stay in the house. No. They do say Getting one of the outside, best things. Getting outside, having fresh air. Yeah, you got to get outside and have fresh air. That's what people say. Even if you can just do it once a day. My mother-in-law just said, you just got to make sure you get out with the baby at least once a day. Yeah. Just once. Yeah. Get that and fresh air. It's it's so important just for your sanity or for my sanity. But mm. then I you know, speak to other people saying, I just, I didn't leave the house for 10 weeks. Mm. So it's so individual, but it it's is. just crazy that, it just completely overrides you. Yeah, but that just shows how crippling it is. That is such like it sounds like such simple advice. Get out of the yeah, house. But it's, there's Once so much day. that yeah. goes into but that. But there is so much that goes into that. <sighs> yeah. You just like it, yeah. yeah, it blows my mind. Yeah. And this is all that happens like at becoming a motherhood. It's, you know. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think for me the thing that made me feel super um anxious and just worried in that post period time was it's just the whole hamster wheel can't get off kind of thought processes that like 
we're going to get through the day and then we're going to go into night where I don't know what's going to happen and then we get up and we do it all again the next day and it just doesn't end. Groundhog Day. When yeah. does it end? Mm. The monotony. Never. The monotony of it. It just, I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my head around it and it just made me go to dark places. Yeah. And that's why you've got to take the, yeah. well, if you can, take the, mm. the wins when you can. Yes, absolutely. Well, speaking of the wins, let's get to the survival part of this yes. out because <laughs> Kira's sort of, thankfully, she's seeing the, the light again out of the yeah. fog. Um, and I guess we just yeah. want to know from your experience because you're so fresh out of it, what has been your greatest support during the time? Is it a person? Is it a, is a service? What helped you the most, you know, to get through it? It's not just one thing. It's so, it's a combination of so many things, like simple things as meals. Yes. So I don't have to worry and stress about cooking with a toddler, with a newborn. What am I going to be cooking? Mm. We bought a freezer, a chest freezer before Goldie was born. Yeah. And I stockpiled it. I made so many meals. We relied on things like dinner ladies mm-hmm. and a few local companies and it just made life so much easier. Yes. So there's that respect. I mean, well, I've still got, I, we're 10 weeks on, I've still got freezer meals well, that I'm like yeah. integrating in. Good. I mean, isn't that the one thing that goes through your head every day? What am I going to have for dinner? Oh, what am I going to make? Have God. I got a thing? So if you can take yeah. that off your plate, that's yeah. a great one. So, yeah. 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 And I think friendship, and I live about an hour and a half away from my close, close friends. And I think just having that daily support you know Mm, mm. I would literally message my friends saying this is just groundhog day I just feel sick I'm in bed I'm riddled with anxiety I need to get up how do I get up I'd be lying in bed at 6 a.m paralyzed not being able to get out and it would just be that simple reminder yeah the mother from my friend is saying you've got this you know Mm -hmm. it's you know you are so in the thick of it right now yeah and so that you know that angle helped. And to be honest, I think it's just trying to be really organized. So for me, getting everything ready the night before yep. was a game changer. Yep. So in the morning, I didn't have to think. So yep. getting the kids. Your future self. Lined yeah, out. I talked about that in the yeah. last episode, yeah. one of the other episodes. Yeah. 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 So important. So I think it's just that daily sort of reminder, okay, what have I got on for tomorrow? And even if it's nothing, just getting my yeah. clothes ready, getting her clothes ready, and feeling, you know, like I've accomplished things and simple things like having a shower. Yeah. I think yeah. you underestimate, well, I definitely underestimated how important it is feel? for just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something to feel so good about yourself to have a clean shower, get your breast milk off, you know, mm, yeah. If there's one clothes, thing to do, get that shower in the day. Vomit. Yep. Do it yeah, as soon as you wake up. Yeah. Just ask your partner yeah. if you could just give yeah. me that one thing. Uh, but going back, one touching thing. on your mother's group, I just think it's so important because because there is no one else that understands what you're going through apart from those people in your mother's group because they have babies 100%. in that same. And I remember thinking, yeah. oh, I have enough friends. Like I don't need a mother's group. And I remember turning up yeah. and seeing all you these people. Them. I'm like, these people are so different to me. Like mm. I don't – and I the bonds I have created from that mother's group same with are incredible. And, yeah. and it got me through my own post natal depression you know they understood they saw the changes in me I was able to talk it through and I went to the doctor afterwards you know so yeah I couldn't agree more that it's those those sorts of friends um that you make through and they're friends for life potentially aren't they yeah 100 percent yeah even as simple as I so I don't I haven't joined a mum's group with Goldie just because I'm back at work and it's just way too busy for Mm me but with Hunter I made a friend's group uh, I joined a friend's group, um, mum's group, my gosh, my brain. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I reached out to them and I just said, guys, I'm just 
did anyone else experience this anxiety? And about 70% of them all said yes. And then they all individually reached out to me. One girl sent me a big bunch of um a big plant that's sitting in my yeah. bedroom right now you know see she's a mom she just, knows the plant lasts longer yeah, yeah. than the flowers yeah 100 percent. yeah True. and just little things like that to make you feel not alone and yeah. I just thought there was something wrong with me my pregnancy's broken me Aww. it's funny it's just... though because I had the same on my second one I had postnatal depression mm. and anxiety way more than I did on my first same with me and when I look back yeah. on my first I go Oh, yeah, there were signs, but for some reason it's just impounded yeah. on that second child. Well, I guess it's still it's the numbers game, right? There's yeah. still one baby and two parents, so it's yeah. a little bit easier when it comes to the second and yeah, the subsequent. It's like, it's like it takes over your body. God, yeah, it's, yeah mm. it's, it's just a time challenge of trying to keep the toddler busy while you do what you need yeah, to do so for the baby. Yeah, it's very normal. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. so normal. Yeah. I say to my sister, who's, who's obviously just got a, a one week old, as I said, I say to her, just have no expectation for the first six weeks. And like you were saying about being organized, Kira, I think that's so important, especially when you've got, you know, multiple children. But for her, I said, you just have to get one thing done a day. Yeah. Whether it's one thing, hang out it. some washing. And don't overcommit. Don't overcommit. Don't say I'm going to go back to work early. Don't say I'm going to, oh, yeah, we'll catch up at the park all the time. And (sighs) the overcommitment, like, no. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Yeah. Be kind to yourself. Have no expectations in that first six weeks. Yeah. It's a key for sure. And also get everyone to come to the hospital room or if you can, (laughs) because otherwise you've got to clean your house every time they come and visit. No, don't do that. Don't bother doing that. Meet outside. Do not do that. (laughs) Do not do that. She's a perfectionist. Whereas I'm like, just if you want to come and line my filth, that's up to you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a perfectionist. You are a bit. Oh, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so I'm going to ask the next question, which is what can friends and family do during the postpartum period to make things feel easier? I think having meals, coming over, cleaning. I had one friend say, I'm just going to come in. I'm going to go to your laundry, get all of your laundry baskets and go get it laundered and I'll drop it off folded. Oh, wow. I just... Who is, is this person? A mum, you know what? She's a mum of four. Oh, what? what? So she, she gets, gets it. it. She gets it. Yeah, yeah, gets it. I saw it. Um, I went to an indoor play centre this morning, and she. I just looked at her. She walks in. I'm like, how do you, you have read four me? children? How do you have four you children? Are how are you alive? How? How? <laughs> and she looks so great. Yeah. But yeah, I think just little things like that, dropping off a coffee getting a care package sent to you, yeah. just little things like that just means so much. Dropping off hand-me-downs. Yeah, and or walking in and saying, go to sleep. I've got the baby. Yeah, go, go upstairs yeah. and go to sleep. Go and have a shower. Yeah. 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 Shower. And I, <laughs> yeah, oh, my gosh, go do go to the toilet in or silence without an audience. Language. Yes, exactly. <laughs> or go to the shops yeah. on your own. Yes. That's a, yes. even though that's so yeah. sad that we say that's a treat, but it but is. But in, in that first six weeks, it is a haze. It is a, it's a treat. To it get out, to go to the supermarket yeah. is a win. Or go get your nails done. For sure. God, well, that's like yeah. sky dreaming. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you could be your own doula, what words of encouragement would you give yourself through this postpartum period? How would you be kind to yourself? I think just the reassurance that you will get through this. Yeah. I think you're so in the moment. And for me, I just thought that I was completely broken. I thought that yeah. I was Awful. not going to come out of this. I thought I was going to feel this way all the time. The constant crying, mm. the just the loneliness. Yeah. Even though I've got a full house, you know, my partner comes home, I've got two dogs, I've got a toddler, I've got a newborn, I've never felt more lonely. Mm. 
in this moment, you know, even 10 weeks, it's just so incredibly lonely. The whole period, Mm. motherhood is lonely. Even if Mm. you've got a million friends, it's still really lonely because the mental load of going through exactly everything, this checklist. I mean, even last night, my partner was putting Hunter, my toddler, to bed and he didn't turn on the white noise. And for me, it's just something so simple. I'm yeah. like, don't you have a checklist that you go in and make sure the room's heated to it? So speaking degree, of resentment, yeah, this is parental <laughs> resentment from episode one. Episode one. When you do do things, you can't even do it. <laughs> <laughs> we feel Honestly, like... the resentment has been, and, you know, he's trying. <laughs> and for him, yeah. well, oh. <laughs> <laughs> for him, he sees work as helping. Because we've got yeah. the businesses together. So yeah. him being at work is in his eyes helping. Mm, but yeah. for me, it's for him to take out the nappy bins without me nagging 40 times. Yes, yeah. that, is, or that is helping. for him to do things, prop, like don't leave your towel on the... Oh, it's just, well, there's just a lot. Okay, you didn't even finish that sentence and I'm already boiling over. Don't leave your flipping towel on the floor. Yeah. Come or, on. Or even hang it over the door so then I, when I need to go to the toilet, I can't shut the door and I end up <laughs> ripping it off the door and throwing it on the floor and it's just sitting there for three days. Like, it's just, <laughs> oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. And, you know, he doesn't mean that. He's no, just got that's no, the thing. He, He's got no comprehension that these little things just build up in my brain. But how could he, you know, unless you've been no. at home with a newborn, you you just, you actually cannot understand. My sister's first thing she said to me last week was, I'm so sorry. I was like, what do you mean? She goes, you've had two babies and I didn't drop over yeah. a single meal for you. I dropped, I, yeah. I, brought, I made yeah. all this stuff for her. But she, you cannot understand what this period is Until like. Until you're in it. No, you just can't. Until just, you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a hate. But you learn. You do learn. You learn. And then for do. the next person that's a new parent, you do better. You, you do know? better. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of doing better and making things easier, mm. we want to know, Kira, as you now, I know you're still sort of in it, but I know that you've um, you've mentioned a couple of things on your Instagram. I've seen your stories that, that you know have made things a bit easier. So can you share them with everyone? What are your survival tips and your hacks, whether it's products or things you do to make it easier? Uh, so my bouncer... Yes. Is mm-hmm. the biggest thing for me. It is so handy. So in the morning on the kitchen bench, I put her down so I can do stuff. Yes. Carriers, yeah. I she pretty much lives in a carrier at home. If she's not mm-hmm. in the bouncer, she's in the carrier. Gives your hands back. So We've got hands free. Yeah, yeah. We've got the stoky trip traps yeah. and then the newborn attachment. Oh. So when I'm feeding Hunter, she's in the little cradle newborn attachment where she just sits and then there's like a little toy thing and I put a black and white sensory card above it and she has the time of her life. So is that, are they in separate trip traps? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So one each, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's literally just like this little type, like a bassinet seat that goes on top of it and it's like she's just lying in it and then there's a little attachment and she's just got... They're brilliant. Yeah. Like a little bed. And I I don't know if that would have been as handy just having one, but mm-hmm. when you've got two, so good because you right. just, where do you put the baby down? Yes. Yeah. And they're at the same level, <laughs> aren't they? Similar level to. They're at the same level yeah, the and Hunter just enjoys it and it's just, it's great. So those three in terms of putting her down have been great. Yeah. Uh, you know, even like the little rocket pram rocker. I've seen this. 
I've seen this. It attaches it's to a pram. It's pretty good. Yep. It attaches to the pram and it kind of rocks it really subtly. It's rocked her back to sleep. That's oh. cool. Yes, we love that. And I think just little things like I'm going to do a shameless plug. Yes. But our sure. Mini and Me hydration powders, our Hydra Mama, Mm. How many times do you forget to drink and stay hydrated when you're you're looking well, after you're, other kids? When you're breastfeeding, especially. And, and when you're breastfeeding. Yeah. So we've got no sugar. It's full of electrolytes. It's something that's so important, whether you're breastfeeding or formula feeding. It's just so important to be hydrated as a mum. Yeah. Because if you're not hydrated, you've got headaches, you're fatigued, yeah, you're on top your of the sleep deprivation, totally. everything. So that's really important. Am I missing things? Black and white sensory books. Oh, yeah, for new babies. They're good, aren't they? For new babies, oh, my goodness. I can put her down in the docker tot or something like that for two seconds while I have a shower in the bouncer and I just hang it up above the sort of the shower and or like lean it up against the shower and she just has the time of her life. I think it's just trying to minimise crying because I get so triggered it's by a trigger, crying yeah yeah how cute are those little eyes when they try and focus and little cross-eyed thing <laughs> oh, just, oh my gosh the little cross-eyed oh, yeah so cute. <laughs> so cute. um all right well that was awesome kira thank you for that so where can we find you uh probably best is my instagram which is crumble with a k so k-r-u-m-b-l-e mm-hmm. kira mm-hmm. rumble and I will be back at the One Fine Baby Sydney Expo. Yes, uh, you will be. Yeah, I can't wait for Minnie and me and Goldie Girl will be there too. Oh, we can't wait to meet her. I was, say- I was saying to the team, what other expo would you feel comfortable bringing for two full days, your 10-week-old baby? Somewhere <laughs> that's got change tables, a feeding room, multiple babysitters. Multiple. It's yeah. just going I've to be, yeah, yeah. Mostly me, but that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we can't so, yeah, wait to have you there. Strap her. Yeah, strap yeah, her in. I'll wait. take her for a walk. Find yeah, some black and white sensory. Yeah, yeah I'm sure we'll yeah, be love around. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much, Kira, for joining yeah, us. It was, it was an absolute treat to have you on the podcast this week. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank okay. you. I'll see you guys soon. It's very, see you very soon. Thanks, my auntie. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Wow, that was just so raw and it took me right back mm-hmm. to when I'd come home from the hospital with Freddie and I had Eva, she was two. Yeah. Oh my God, dear. And I remember my mother-in-law would take Eva away for a few nights so we could integrate Freddie into the fall. Oh, wow. Well, we just thought it might be easier with a brand new baby and I'll never forget it. Eva was crying for me being taken to my mother-in-law's and I'm looking down at this new baby going, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. Like, and yeah. my daughter's being taken away and I resented him and it was just, it's so overwhelming that first six weeks whether it's your first or your mm-hmm. seventh child it's just it can be lonely can't it it's just yeah it can be lonely but I think all those feelings are valid yeah. it's very very normal to feel that way and you get through it right get, absolutely otherwise we'd never go back that black cloud that is real yeah. um but so many tips in there that you can act on and yeah, get sure. out of that phase and so important to tap into that mother's group yes your friends your friends yep. are a lifeline yeah right? that's yeah. the most makes important you feel thing feel normal again absolutely yeah. and also you should definitely speak to a gp if you are having any sorts of feelings you mm-hmm. know that are, that are negative like that um and also panda hotline um the helpline there is a great, yeah, it's resource. A great one and They're the gidget foundation is a good one yes, too gidget foundation yeah. awesome so we'll put all those links in the show notes for you guys just in case you yeah need i use the gidget foundation oh, that's yeah, good. good that's good you yeah. can, maybe you can give them a review in the show notes <laughs> <laughs> well it's that time big, big wins, wins. 
gosh. Okay, so my whinge of the week is all of my friends are just tired, run down. They're all just keeping it together, yep. myself included. Like I'll rock up on Saturday to soccer and mm. how are you going? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, just, you know, yeah. busy, keeping together. At what point are we all going to stop? And take some time out yes. for ourselves. You know, but like, how does this work though? Because it's like we're all just keeping our heads above water. I don't know. Is it like something we implement weekly? Is well, it a one-off thing? I don't like, know. I mean, nothing changes. Nothing changes. So yeah. how are we going to get that better versions of ourselves? <sighs> I think like, or maybe the guts to take some time out. Like mm. recently I went off six weeks of alcohol. Yep. And I really noticed a change and no, I'm not going to continue that. <laughs> I have actually broken it. Yeah. I am margarita lady. But I did take myself out for more sunrise walks. Mm. I just don't know at what point do we have the guts to tell our husband I need a night away or I need to go with my girlfriends to a night yeah. away or like I just... Well, we put something up on One Fine Day Instagram recently and it was this follow the 222 rule. So every two weeks go on a date night. Right. Every two months, go away for a weekend together. Yeah. And every two years, go away for a week together. I mean, that's a good starting point, right? So it's like putting something... Well, it's obviously resonating with people. Sure. People yeah. are in this kind of rut where they're just... It's a hamster wheel, right? Where they're just kind of going yeah. and going and going and no one yeah. ever stops. So I know our producer, Sim, has something in her calendar every week for... <laughs> Bubbles in a bubble <laughs> bar wine, yeah. that she never does. So it's like our guest in episode one, Sally said, you know, like when you're dealing with things in your personal yeah. life, you've got to treat it like you would at work. Mm-hmm. So it's putting in time in your calendar like you would for a meeting. Yep. Colour blocking it. That's it. But it's you. It's your time. Mm-hmm. It's non-negotiable. You just have to do it every yeah. week. Yep. Sometimes it'll get moved. But listen, if you have it in there every week, you'll there, get it's to a it. reminder. That's it. You'll get to it at some point. <laughs> the reminder you just keep dismissing. <laughs> dismiss, dismiss, dismiss. No. No. Put yourself first. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's it. something you should do. Yeah, maybe it is. But what I'm trying to say is you're not alone. We're all feeling like this. So, mm. yeah. <laughs> we have no real advice, but we hear you and just we're with you. Try when we know the answer this week, we'll tell you. Yeah, take a walk and really own it. That just is your own the time. Walk. How do you own it? Strut. Yeah, strut. <laughs> Look up in the sky, breathe it in. Yes. Be in the moment. Mm, be in the moment. Mm. Go, I did it for myself. Yeah. And now it's my personal favourite part of the podcast. Ooh, my so too. Hack, hack city. Okay. My hack is a TV related hack. I know a lot of parents right. don't want to push the TV thing onto their kids. But listen, <laughs> there just comes a point. And you know when that point's going to be and you relent and you forget everything you ever said about no TV. But if you do want to skew towards something that is actually mm-hmm. going to help them. Yeah. I mean, all ABC kids, all those are, are pretty great. But number blocks do you know number blocks i've got reading eggs reading eggs is great that's like the app where they learn and they get eggs yeah eva loves that she's sick for it but number blocks eva and freddie so two and four Mm -hmm. they just love this show so it's all about one plus two equals three and they make they do like all these different calculations and you know subtract and add but in a fun way like they're learning they are learning Mm -hmm. and they don't even know it and then there's alpha blocks which is like the alpha and they sound out all of the different letters and they put the sounds together to to yes that is so good and now freddie's like talking freddie can now count to Mm -hmm. 10 freddie wasn't talking two weeks ago yeah I'd much rather them watching things that they can learn from. I feel like I'm to credit for this. Like I've started putting it on. It's as good as me sitting there teaching that them. That is I a feel. great hack, Olivia. Honestly, and kids legitimately love this show. So yeah. it's like a win-win. It's like up there with Bluey popularity uh-huh, uh-huh. in my house. So it's, that's saying something. Yeah, great. So where do you find it? Where it's, 
Well, it's uh, Alpha Blocks is on ABC Kids, I think, and Number Blocks is on Netflix. Don't ask me why they're separated, but uh-huh. but ABC Kids and Netflix, one is on one, one's on the other. Work it out, you'll find them. But yeah. they are sensational. And there's obviously YouTube Kids as well, yeah, which yeah. has all the parental controls, which I find really handy. Oh, that's another hack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you don't have to worry about them flicking through and ending up on bloody porn or something. They're just going <laughs> to stick to, like, kid-friendly And then there's safe the shows. other hack where... Um, you, are you taking over my hat? I am taking okay. over your hat yep. when you've got the show on mm. and you know how <gasps> the kid flicks out of it really quickly. Guide, and then guidance control. Guided access. Guided access, that's it, yes. Yes, yes, yes. so that freezes the screen. So whatever they're watching, they can't do anything at all. I know this. To it, yeah. How, what do you do? You The two side buttons, you click them both at the well, same Well, I think time. you've got to set it up in Apple, just like Google how to set up guided, guided access. access. Yeah. And then you set it up. And so once you give the kid, the kid cannot change it out they of it. They can't get so out of it. They can't put the volume up. They can't pause yeah. it. They can't press anything they shouldn't. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's fantastic. That's Thanks cool. for hijacking my hack. No worries. Okay, so my hack this week, I don't know anyone that likes taking a Band-Aid off. Oh, no. Especially my kids. <laughs> do you know what? Getting the Band-Aid off often hurts more than the wound itself. Correct. <laughs> Right? And that's where my hack's going to come in. Oh, Very handy. Tell so me. I stumbled across this. Um, eucalyptus oil or tea tree oil, just put a couple of dabs on it and it comes off like butter slicing a knife. Really? Yeah. Or a so knife slicing butter? Could be. <laughs> <laughs> my point is, it works, guys, 100%. And Arabella is like crazy. She loves band aids. She doesn't even flinch anymore because she just knows, boom, boom. She even does it herself. So, so you put it on the top of the band aid? Yeah, it yeah, still yeah. And it just through. melts off. Yeah, it just like oh. slides off the skin. Yeah. My niece will love that. She's yeah. terrified. Fantastic. Try it. But does it work for like the waterproof ones, those fabric ones, all well, those? Now you're getting technical, Olivia. Oh, sorry. But yeah. yes, 100%. It yeah, does. It works anyone? on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. It obviously, it's the glue, it but must, it works. Yeah, the adhesive, right? It must mm. loosen the adhesive. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. God. And it gets rid of all the crap left behind. You know how like the no black crap. stuff? No crap. No crap. No crap. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It slides right off. Yep. So, guys, that's us for the week. Fantastic. Episode four wrapped up in a neat little bow for you. Love it. Mm. Yeah, and now we're back in the thick of it of oh, event land. Oh, gosh. It's going to be a big one. Yep, One Fine Baby Sydney Expo. Oh, so we're getting happening. prepped and ready for that. Yes, but so glad we could squeeze this podcast in. Oh, well, that was a good one. I'd, I'd always shave time for this. Yeah, and if you do know anyone that's got a baby or in the thick of it or the first six weeks especially, you know, share them the podcast yep. and hopefully we can lighten the load a bit. Yeah, you know, a few laughs, having a virtual mother's group in your ear, it's it's helpful. Yep. And hacks you can act on straight away. You love that. Hacks you can act on. I just love hacks. What's well, the only way I get through yeah. life? <laughs> so the juggle true. is real. Girl. The juggle is real. And send them the link to tickets because we'd love to see you to the free. Oh, yeah, we'd love to meet you. Expo. Yeah. Come to the expo. Signing autographs? Not really. <laughs> they wouldn't give me a stamp She'll be for cracking that. the joke. I'll be keeping her in line. <laughs> yeah, Don't absolutely. you worry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you there. All right. See you there, guys. Bye. 